This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey of Mississippi Today. Well, in 2015, on the state capitol grounds, a group of literacy advocates decided to put together a book lover celebration. Well, and the rest, as they say, is history. Our guest today is here to give us an inside look into the 2021 Mississippi Book Festival. So let's welcome our guest to the show now, literary director of the Mississippi Book Festival, Ellen Rogers-Daniels. Ellen, it is so good to be able to visit with you again. I, you and I worked together a little bit back in the day at Lemuria when I was selling books and you were helping sell books. And uh, so I'm really glad you got this new gig. And I know you've um, been doing a great job at it. Well, thank you, Marshall. It is really great to be talking with you. Of course, uh, you have always been one of my favorites here in Jackson. You give you do so much for this city and for our state. And we're so glad to always have you involved with the Mississippi Book Festival. Well, Ellen, that's just absolutely the best way you could have started this interview off. I just want to let you know that. Five stars. <laughs> fantastic. You're my new best friend. Um, but no, seriously, um, I'm just glad you're on today. And I'm kind of glad we're moving into this. I, just before we get talking too much about the festival, because we got a lot of territory to cover. Uh, let's tell a little bit about you real quick. Well, uh, Marshall, I don't know what else oh, I can say. I am a lifelong Mississippian. I am from the Mississippi Delta, a tiny town called uh, Rolling Fork, and I moved to Jackson about 15 years ago where I promptly began uh, working at Lemuria Bookstore. It was always a must-go-to when we would drive over to Jackson um, to come shopping because there's nothing in Rolling Fork. You have to drive at least 45 minutes to get anything that you might desire. Um, So, you know, Lemuria has always been near and dear to my heart. It really created a love of reading in me from a young age. Um, I loved Oz books as a small child, and I still love it for my own child. And as I say, uh, Lemuria is my church, and I love being a part of the Mississippi Book Festival. We have so many incredible independent bookstores in our state because we love to read. And as you, you and Michelle said earlier, we are a state of storytellers. Oh, we definitely um, are. That is the business that we are in here. <laughs> it is definitely. I mean, you know, some states produce maybe wheat, some some produce coal. We produce authors. I mean, we just it yeah. has been such a blessing. And the fact that, um, you know, that that the group of founders had the foresight to be able to create a festival to highlight that was incredible. Now, you are literary director. That sounds incredibly fancy. Um, what does a literary director for the Mississippi Book Festival do? It does sound incredibly uh, fancy, doesn't it? Uh, Holly Lang, the executive director, and I decided on that name a couple of years ago, and I just loved it. And what I like to joke around and tell people is that I get paid to read. Um, <laughs> so, but that's uh, it's it's a bit more than that, you know. I, I'm I really help with uh, scheduling the programming and researching books all year long. Um, you know, the hottest books out there. We try to bring them here to Mississippi and. Um, represent them at the Mississippi Book Festival and we the festival has been incredibly successful in doing that you know it's we try to keep it all about the book you have to have a book published within the calendar year that could be your hardback edition or your paperback edition we love paperbacks and so it's just been you know this is 
the most fun I've ever had at a job in my entire life. And, you know, it's, it doesn't come without stress, but on the third Saturday of every August, seeing everybody there, all the authors, all the festival goers, and seeing how much they love it and how happy they are to be there, it makes every bit of stress um, and biting of nails worth it. You know, all good things come you know, don't come easily, and this is just something that we're all very passionate about here, and we love doing it for our state. And we have so many people that come from out of the state. You know, we do exit interviews, and I think about 40% of the people that come to the festival are from out of the state. Yeah, I was going to ask you, because, I mean, there are book festivals all across the country, and it's like suddenly we start one, and the first year was explosive. It really was. I mean, you couldn't mm-hmm. – There were. it was just basically in the state capitol, and there were lines – everywhere. I mean, it's amazing how popular it was. And since then, of course, the footprint has been expanded around the Capitol complex. So it's in several buildings uh, nearby, too. But, um, you know, I just it's amazing how popular it did. How do we rank amongst the book festivals around the country? Well, you know, so we work very uh, closely with, um, you know, publishers, you know, the, the big five publishers, small indie publishers and the you know, I'm not trying to toot our own horn, but publishers love the Mississippi Book Festival. One, because, you know, Mississippians are known for our hospitality, and we show our authors a great time when they get here. And then we sell books, and that's very crucial to this whole thing. And Lemuria Bookstore is our official festival bookseller, um, and they do a fabulous job. We work very closely with them all year long. But I would like to mention, you know, we have booksellers at the festival. You know, we love for um, independent booksellers and publishers to come and sell books. And we have got 17 booksellers registered this year. That is the most we have ever had. That's incredible. I know I've, I've spoken with John Evans from Lemuria about it, and he said that they can sell as many books during the book festival as during the Christmas season, which is, of course, historically when most books are sold. So, I mean, that just shows you the power of the book festival. Let me ask you this. One of the things I enjoy uh, as an interviewer is I love to interview authors because they are natural storytellers and they are fantastic. And one of the things that you do is you're one of the hosts of the Right on Mississippi, Mississippi Book Festival podcast. And you're with Ebony LaBumba, uh, Sarah Ulmer, and Katie Blunt. How's that going? Um, you know, it's going really well. We've got uh, lots of great podcasts. Uh, we, we record podcasts on the day of the festival in Galloway, United Methodist Church, which is our community partner. We have three um panel venue set up in there but we also record podcast with our other incredible community partner mississippi public broadcasting they are the um the producer of our podcast and you know we have to really think strategically about who we can get to that day of course we would love to record podcasts with every single author but we have 177 authors coming to this festival this year so it would be impossible <laughs> to get everybody um you know it's just the podcast is just another way to reach the, reach our community and reach you know the greater community outside of Mississippi with the wonderful things that are happening as far as literature go and this literature goes in this state. You know, I, I was thinking about I would love to do a podcast talking with authors and artists and so forth, just talking about the creative process on that. And that's got to be one of the things that when you get to talk, you know, the, the whole talking to authors thing, you know, you, you find out how they come up with the stories and where their ideas come from. It's always just totally fascinating. I am so fascinated by um, people's writing process. That is always one of the questions that I ask, because. In, in my mind, uh, while I'm a 
voracious reader, nothing seems more impossible to me than writing a book. So I'm always so interested to hear how people lay that out, where their stories come from. Are they picking up little things in their daily lives that they then turn into an entire book? I just think that is remarkable. And, you know, I'm a big fiction reader. Um, I love to see what people can just create basically out of nothing, just in their own mind. Of course, the beautiful thing about being an author in Mississippi is generally you just have to change the names. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So, look, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like I said, just one more kind of point on this is when you're talking with an author. So, I mean, some authors are like, "Oh yeah, I outline the whole book. I know exactly where I'm going to go." Others have a vision in their head and they just try to describe it with words. And it's just fascinating. Nobody seems to do it the same exact way. And that's what I, that's what is so exciting about this podcast is the fact that you're just going to find out all kinds of different things about what authors are doing and how they how they come up with their incredible stories. Let's let's go to the um, book festival real quick. Of course, it's coming on Saturday, August 21st from 9 to 5. I know I'm in the middle of busily reading the three books I need to to moderate my panel. It will be at the State Capitol building and grounds on Jackson. So let's let's take hop in the DeLorean time machine and go back to 2015 or 2014. How did the whole idea of having a book festival start? Well, you know, uh, some like-minded people got together in 2014, and they wanted a book festival for this state because, at, as we all know, this state has created some of the greatest writing minds to have ever to have ever existed. Um, you know, we've got William Faulkner, we've got Richard Wright, we've got Margaret Walker Alexander, Eudora Welty. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And we wanted to highlight that for our state. You know. Our state gets some bad PR. We have a troubled past, but there are some really great things going on in this state. And for just one day a year, we wanted to shine a really bright light on an incredibly positive thing about this state. Yeah, I think you you touched on something, but you know, you talk about the bad history, but I think at the end of the day, it's almost like grit to an oyster. You know, that's how we end up making the pearls that we make on that. Exactly. you know, and, and you talk, one of the things that kind of made me smile when you said like-minded individuals get together, that has caused a lot of trouble in the past in my life. So I, I'm glad <laughs> that we got something good out of this. But, you know, we got we to gotta give a quick shout out to Holly. Um, you know, Holly Lang, of course, is one of the, the you know, one of the driving forces behind about 90% of the things that go on in this world. I've never seen any human being with that much energy. But it's got to be fun working with her because, like I said, she just manages to get stuff done. Holly, there is nobody like Holly Lang, and I will say it all day long. I don't know how she can do all the things that she does, but she is truly a remarkable person, and she, it is all for everything she does is to better this state and to leave it better than the way she found it. You know, Holly's not a Mississippian. She is from Texas, and she loves this state. She has adopted it. She has made it her own. And there is just, I don't, I don't think there's anything that she cannot do. Uh, that's definitely true. And the good news is, since Texas is going to be in the Southeastern Conference now, we can officially claim her because she's going to be family, I guess. And, you know, Holly's one of my dearest friends. Um, I love working. You know, it's really a, a treat to be able to work with yeah. one of your best friends every single day. Uh, she's fantastic. No doubt. Uh, big, big Holly fan. Um, let me 
Talk about the growth of this this festival. Like I said, the first year was explosive. I think it caught y'all by surprise or caught the organizers by surprise just because it was so popular and it was just such a fun day. It's always a hot day for some reason because it's in August, but um, but it was great. I guess that just gave everybody incentive to come inside for, for the, listen to the thing. But the, by the fourth year, the attendance, I mean, it was up to like 7,600 people. There were 42 official panel discussions. There were 10 different venues. And C-SPAN's always, you know, shows up and, and broadcasts us and gives us. So it's not just that we're getting this huge, you know, boost of uh, Mississippi is amazing in-house. We're getting it all across the nation and the world. Exactly. Um, so C-SPAN, Book TV, they come every year. We love C-SPAN. And on Book TV, we are the third most rebroadcast um, book festival um, for them. Wow. So they are, they are a wonderful partner of ours, and we love uh, working with them. And they will be back this year, and we are thrilled to see them yet again. What do you think is um, it? Be- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You please go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying, what do you think is attributed to the success of the festival each year? Well, I can answer that. There, okay. um, you know, I've That's talked good. to several. <laughs> I can answer that question. I've talked to several um, personal friends who have been to many book festivals. You know, really, especially in the southeast, and we have some really incredible uh, book festivals that happen all over the southeast and all over the country. And you know, I have heard there is something that happens at the Mississippi Book Festival, some sort of magic. It feels very intimate. But also, you know, we've really found a sweet spot with our size. In 2019, we attracted 10,000 people to oh, wow. the state capitol. And that was our largest year to date. But there is something very intimate, even though it's a large crowd. You know, you get to be up close and personal with your favorite author. Um, and, you know, we show them a good time here in Mississippi. And everybody is happy. And it's just there's just good vibes all around. And the panels, I will say, one of the things that contributes to the magic of the Mississippi Book Festival is these panels are labored over. We have a committee, the official panelist committee, and we think and work for months on end to try and find the best chemistry for a panel. So it's not just like, oh, well, these seem like these might go together. We think about how these authors will go together. And we watch live interviews with them and see, and we have to make a judgment call on that. And so this is not just something that's thrown together very haphazardly. It is very labored over and thought about over and over and over again. A couple quick thoughts before we take a quick break. Um, Authors Alley is amazing. I really have enjoyed sitting out there when I when I had books and I was selling. Uh, Bill Dunlap and I sat next to each other. We got to visit. Bill's one of the most charming, entertaining people in the world. Of course, he's famous for being a great artist, but he also writes really good short stories. But we sat there and watched Angie Thomas. This is when when The Hate You Give first came out, and she had twenty seventeen. Yeah, and she literally had a line going halfway to Clinton, Mississippi. It was just huge. I mean, just adoring fans. And Bill and I were just sitting there watching and going, wow, we're just watching absolutely a star being born on this. And that's that's one of the beauties of the festival. And I think, too, you, you touched on something. I think the location, just the state capitol, is so incredibly gorgeous. It's like going to the Library of Congress for the first time. You just look around and you're like, okay, this is absolutely stunningly beautiful. So it's such a great setting, too. So um, fantastic. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to continue talking with Ellen Rogers Daniels about the 2021 Mississippi Book Festival. And this is now you're talking on MPB Think Radio.
This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, the editor-at-large at Mississippi Today. If you're just turning in, we've been talking with 2021 Mississippi Book Festival with literary director Ellen Rogers-Daniels. Ellen, thank you uh, for being on today. Really enjoyed the show so far. appreciate you taking the time out. Uh, really excited about this year's Book Festival, uh, mainly because there will be a Book Festival. I know last year... COVID-19, the pandemic canceled it. Um, But however, I do know that y'all are probably facing some challenges and some concerns as the Delta variant does surge throughout Mississippi. Tell us a little bit about, number one, how do you recover from a year off and, you know, plan and get this thing started back up? And then what precautions are y'all doing to make this uh, safe and to make it happen? Well, thank you, Marshall. I mean, of course, that is something that we are thinking about 24 hours a day, and we are paying very close attention to all of the updates and what the um, Mississippi uh, Board of Health is saying on a daily basis. You know, we are so thrilled to be having a book festival this year. And I don't know about you, but there was a little, like about a almost a month period there where I was not seriously thinking about COVID anymore, we really got that taste of normalcy, and and we're we're moving back into a a really rough position again. So what we are doing this year, of course, all of our outdoor spaces, you know, that's safe. There will be, um, in all of our tents, there will be air circulating with very large fans, Um, and and of course, to keep people from getting too hot, because it is, you know, the third weekend in August, which is usually a scorcher. Let's hope this rain clears out by then. Um, Excuse me. But on indoors, you know, in the past years, and those panel venues, we have had um, festival goers packed in there like sardines in a can. Well, clearly we'll not be able to do that this year, and we will have chairs spaced out. You will not be able to move your chairs. And we will be handing masks out at all of the panel venues, encouraging festival goers to mask up and protect each other. Um, so we can uh, we can continue to do this wonderful event for our state. You know, we our... Um, the health and safety of our official panelists and festival goers is our number one concern. But we also want to have, you know, want everyone to have something to look forward to and to really get together and, um, you know, bask in the love of books and authors. Definitely, definitely on that. Um, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Like I said, you know, I'll be doing a panel too, and and. Uh, you know, definitely want to make sure everybody stays nice and safe. And, and it sounds like we're going to be doing all the right things to be able to have that happen. All right. So we got that out of the way. Let's talk a little bit about this year's festival and some of the amazing authors that are going to be coming. And I say amazing because I looked through the list and, yeah, I think that's a pretty fair uh, way to describe them. Uh, you know, we're very proud of the festival this year. Um you know, it's no small task to get this thing built on such a short runway. I believe our, um, the book festival board we voted in february to move forward and usually we would be working all year long so and as a friend was telling to me they were like you know you had to get a a full-blown machine going again after this you know this dormancy so 
it has been great to build and have something to look forward to, and we have got so many fabulous authors coming this year. Um, I could, you know, we could stay on the phone for the rest of the day doing this. <laughs> so I, I've picked out a couple to highlight. Okay. If, um, you would like me to start on that. So first and foremost, I'm um, in the sanctuary at 930 on uh, Saturday. We've got um, Secretary Lonnie Bunch. He is going to be talking to former U.S. Congressman, his friend, Greg Harper. And Lonnie Bunch is the 14th secretary of the Smithsonian Institute, and he is also the founding director of the National Museum of African American History and Culture. And Lonnie wrote a book about opening the um, National Museum of African American History and Culture, and it is called A Fool's Errand. And we are so excited about that conversation. Uh, Lonnie Bunch is known nationally. He is um, an educator, an author you know, a museum director, and he is a real treasure to this whole country. And we are just thrilled to have him coming. And I don't think a lot of people know this, but Greg Harper is like one of the biggest history buffs in the history of man. I He did, he gave me a uh, guided tour of the archives and history one time, and that was absolutely one of the most fun afternoons I've ever spent. I mean, I was seeing like Abraham Lincoln's handwritten note putting Ulysses Grant into, you know, and or, you know, so forth. So that is going to be such a fantastic conversation between those two. And that's, that's cool too, because it seems, you know, one of the things is you have great authors, but you also have really great moderators too. Who else have you got coming? Um, so we have got Walter Isaacson. Oh, wow. I would, I would say that Walter Isaacson is one of the best biographers to have ever lived, and he is, and he will be in conversation with his dear friend Jim Barksdale, um, who is a great friend to the festival. And uh, Walter Isaacson will be talking about his new book, The Code Breaker, which is about the scientist Jennifer Duden. She won the Nobel Prize in Science, and so that is going to be another incredible conversation. Um Richard Grant, with his newest book, um, The Deepest South of All, which um, is, is all about Natchez. And so he will have all of these uh, real people from Natchez that appear in that book on a panel with him. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's gonna, <laughs> and this state loves Richard Grant. We have really uh, adopted this Englishman. Uh, he does so many wonderful things for the state. And, you know, we're, we're a pretty interesting place, and we are so grateful that he has chosen uh, Mississippi to shine a light on. Yeah, Dispatches from Pluto was just really wonderful, and it's always fun when people from outside of here look at us with a just kind of a fresh eye, and it's not just the general stereotypes. I mean, he really manages to, to, to look at a community and look at an area and be able to pull that out. Richard's great, and that's going to be – it's going to be kind of like um, uh, reality TV, seeing all the people that he wrote about, and hopefully they like their, how they were written about. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I don't think they would have agreed to be on the panel. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I would have done it in a heartbeat. <laughs> but no, that's going to be a great panel, too. Who else? Uh, we have got Jackson's own son, T.S.A. Lehman, being in conversation with Jared Woods from Hattiesburg. Um, T.S.A. is also another uh, Mississippi treasure. Uh, T.S.A. has written his uh, memoir, um, Heavy, was a national bestseller, and it just exploded when it was published. But Kiese also wrote two incredible first books, and he had a small publisher. And over in 2020, throughout the pandemic, he bought back the rights from those books and um, has re-released them with Simon & Schuster with the imprint Scrivener. And so he's going to be talking about that whole process. Kiese really talks about revision all of the time. And so it's, you know, him revising his own past, and he's also, you know, he revised some of these uh, 
pieces of these books. And as I said, he will be in conversation with Jared Woods from Hattiesburg. Jared is a bookstagrammer. And for people that don't know what that is, that is a book influencer on Instagram. And he has an incredible account called A Black Man Reading. And Jared is a wonderful friend to the festival as well as Kiese. We are just so excited to have that conversation taking place at the Mississippi Book Festival. Oh, that's wonderful. That, that's, that'll be a great panel. You know, and I'd mentioned uh, Dunlap and I sitting there watching Angie for the first time, you know, with her line that went halfway to, well, basically to Louisiana. I said Clinton before. I actually went think it went to Louisiana. But she's going to be back. She's had a lot of stuff going on this year. She's been really, really busy. Um, that's going to be a fun conversation, isn't it? Uh, Angie Thomas, as y'all said, is a superstar. And my favorite story through all the years of the Mississippi Book Festival in 2016, Angie Thomas was sitting in a was sitting in a panel, and the question she asked when the when you know the panels were done speaking, they were taking questions from the audience was, "How do you get a book published?" Well, in 2017, Angie Thomas was one of the biggest things to ever happen to the Mississippi Book Festival, and that is when you and uh, our great friend Bill Dunlap. Uh, watched that signing line. I was a photographer outside that year, and seeing that line with everybody holding their books, so excited to talk to Angie, was just, it was life-affirming. Um, and we are so glad to have her back with some of her closest friends. Uh, Angie and uh, five of her friends wrote a book throughout the pandemic called Blackout. And it is six interconnected stories. They all each wrote a section of this book, and they are the big some of the biggest names in young adult literature. We have Nick Stone. We have Donnell Clayton. We have Tiffany D. Jackson. They have all been to the book festival. Love being able to have them in person at the festival talking about this book for the first time. Yeah, didn't I read, too? I think the Obamas are going to uh, turn that into a film, too. And I, I just thought that was fantastic as well. Yeah, Andy's so good with kids. And I think that one of the things that's great about the book festival, of course, is the fact that there is a big place open for kids there with with um, with the kids zone and the in the kids corner that you've got. Talk about that a little bit. So we have we have several children's areas this year. We always have the Phil Harden children's tent outside, and we will be having uh, Curious George's 80th birthday party at 9:30 that morning. It's a, unbelievable to think that. That little curious monkey has been around for 80 years, but indeed he has. We'll be handing out cupcakes. Lynn Hoseman, um, the lieutenant governor's wife, will be doing a story time. And then throughout the, um, the rest of the morning, we will be having reject Rebecca Giles, who wrote the Coastal Mississippi Alphabet, doing story times with activities to go along with that book with children. And then inside, in the air conditioning, MPB will be having their kids club, and they will be doing activities. There will be book giveaways. There's going to be so many fun things. And Ed said will be there. So you'll be able to get your picture taken with Ed said. So we are, um, MPB is one of our greatest partners, and we just love having them involved every year. They bring so many fun things to this festival. And just, again, we are so thrilled to be working with them on this. Well, of course we love y'all. I mean, come on. I mean, book festival readers are are Mississippi Public Broadcasting listeners. We love them. That is exactly what we say. Exactly. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to wrap up our conversation with Ellen Rogers-Daniels about the 2021 Mississippi Book Festival, which is coming up soon. Hey, this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.
contractor ever tell you the price of something and it sounds so high you think, eh, maybe I'll try it myself? Some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, with Mississippi Today. Hey, today we've had the pleasure of sitting down with and talking with Ellen Rogers Daniels. She is the literary director for the 2021 Mississippi Book Festival, which is taking place on the Mississippi State Capitol grounds coming up on Saturday, August 21st. Don't miss it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Ellen, this has been a good show. Thank you for joining us today. Um, of course, there's some other events that are taking place around the Mississippi uh, Book Fest. Will there be a pre-fest party this year? So, unfortunately, we have canceled the pre-fest party on Thursday night at Fisher Galleries with the incredible Marcy Nestle. You know, it's just in order to take everybody's health and safety very seriously, it's on the fourth and you have to ride up an elevator. And, you know, it just didn't seem like a great idea this year it's with COVID and everything. And so we have canceled that, um, unfortunately. But we will be back in 2022 to do that again with the wonderful Marcy Nestle at her inc- gorgeous gallery space, Fisher Galleries. Yeah. And I just like said, what, what about the Hot Fest cool down? Will that be um, happening as well? Yes, we will. Um, Hal and Mouse will be opening their doors for us on Saturday night after the festival. The Vernon Brothers will be playing. Um, you know, Malcolm White is, well, he's a Mississippi celebrity, isn't he? And, um, you know, we love Hal and Mouse, and we are so glad to be back there this year. Um, we wish it was uh, better circumstances this year, but we are so grateful to them to be offer this to our panelists and the community. So after a hot day in the sun, but uh, an exciting day listening to panels. Everybody can go to Howl and Mouth and just listen to some great music, have some drinks, and have some food. You know, I, I think, and you touched on this earlier, but I really think what makes the book festival special is that you have up-close access to people that you literally have read their books for years and you admire. Uh, for me, you know, just even going to the author's lounge, which, of course, you can't get into unless you're an author or a moderator, uh, but getting to sit down and talk to Richard, I, I remember talking to Richard Ford and I was like so nervous. I was like, it's Richard Ford. Oh my gosh. And he uses words that are really big and I don't know what he's saying, but it's really cool. But I mean, it was just, it's almost like a family reunion when you get to see everybody. And and I think that's kind of the feel that y'all have managed to capture. And I, I just wanted to kind of get some of your favorite memories of the past book festivals that you've been to. Um, so Marshall, I started working for the book festival in 2019 and on august 20 uh what day was it well i can't remember the exact date in 2019 what is time anymore that seems like a lifetime ago but i got to meet kiese layman for the first time i was extremely pregnant at that point um you know with pregnancy comes a lot of emotions and he put his arm around me and i burst into tears because <laughs> oh. i was so overwhelmed and so excited to meet him um you know, and just communicate, being able to communicate with some of my favorite authors over email and get everything arranged with them. You know, it is just, it's the most fun I can think of. You know, as a, just a consummate book nerd and bookseller, um, being able to meet my favorite authors in person is just one of the biggest thrills of my life. 
And, and it, it's amazing how approachable the authors are. I mean, you know, when you bump into them or when you talk to them, most of them to a person are incredibly kind and they're just like ready to answer your question. It's, it's always just been such a fun conversation every time I've been able to talk to, to these people that I've just like you. I mean, I've been in awe of for years. It just in awe. Of. And it's just there's just so many good feelings. All the authors are beaming, like you said, and they are so willing to talk to you. I think it's not unusual that you were nervous to meet Richard Ford. Um, everybody's nervous about meeting Richard Ford, and then you meet him, and he is just the loveliest yeah. person. Richard is a great friend of this festival, and he is always down to do whatever we would like for him to do. He is so giving and willing with his time. I'll be on a panel, uh, moderating a panel with Bill Morris, Susan Cushman, and Johnny Bernhardt, and I have interviewed Bill and Susan uh, for different different uh, various interviews, and both of them are delightful. And Johnny seems like she's great too. So this is going to be uh, a lot of fun. And you know, last year I got to, or two years ago, so like you, it's like time. It doesn't make sense anymore after this pandemic. It, it really doesn't. I, I've been putting the wrong month on everything, or you know, whatever. But but I interviewed Carl Milanis and Candace Bushnell, who did Sex in the City, which I, I kind of thought that was funny that I was interviewing her because I'm probably like the last person in the world that should interview her. But it uh, both of them, both of them were delightful, and like I said, that was those are probably some of my fondest memories is just getting to sit down and talk to some of these. What what are you looking forward to this year? So, Marshall, I read more debuts than anything else um, of any kind of book. I, I, there's something about a debut, and I'm sure it started with Donna Tartt when I was 16, and I read uh, The Secret History for the first time. There, a, a debut just really excites me. There's something about the way that it is written that is so exciting to me, and I'm very, very excited about our debut panel this year. I cannot personally read every single book that comes to the festival, but as I mentioned earlier, we have our official panelists committee. So all books that come to the festival have been read by somebody on that committee. I was going to ask you, how many books a year do you think you read a year? Um, you know, well, since having a child, that has certainly been cut down. <laughs> so I used to read. I used to read about fifty books a year. I, I, I clock in at about thirty this year now. Um, but the debut panel, we've got uh, Maurice Carlos Ruffin moderating. He wrote uh, "We Cast a Shadow," and he was on the debut panel for 2019. We've got Mateo Ascarapor with Black Buck, Zakia Delilah Harris with the other Black Girl, which was a Good Morning America book club pick. Donnie Walton with the uh, final revival of Oakland Nev, which is the Jimmy Fallon uh, Tonight Show book club pick for this month, and Robert Jones with The Prophets, and he has been compared to Toni Morrison, which is, I can't think of any higher praise, all happening on that panel. Oh, that's incredible. All huge books this year. And uh, we are so excited to bring them to the Mississippi Book Festival. And that's, at the end of the day, that just says a lot about the Mississippi Book Festival. Um, incredible. Uh, just that we can draw on that kind of people. Real quick, uh, let's see. How can people make uh, participate in this year's festival? What are some ways that they can do that? So we, we are always meeting volunteers, and being a volunteer is a wonderful way to be able to really get up close and personal with authors. And, you know, volunteers carry the day at the festival. We could not do it without our incredible volunteers. So you can go to our website and sign up to be a volunteer. There's so many, you, you can pick people, authors up from the airport. We, you know, we shuttle people back and forth to the airport. 
Um, there'll be room moderators, room coordinators. Uh, so you get to sit in a panel venue all day long and hear everything we, that happens. we got to run, Ellen. We've run out of time. You can go to MississippiBookFestival.com to find out more. Thank you so much for being on. Now You're Talking is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and, of course, produced by Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit with Dr. Joseph, with Josie Bidwell. And join us next week for more great conversations on Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.